0: The joy of knowing, the joy of knowing you, oh, the joy of knowing, the joy of knowing you, oh, the joy of knowing, the joy of knowing you. Welcome to Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm Yvette Walker, your host for this podcast on finding the true meaning of God's joy Joy is not a feeling, it's faith. And my guests and I will talk about how to avoid falling down the rabbit hole of chasing physical or emotional joy. In this season, we'll tackle spiritual growth as we discover the true joy of the Lord. It's Yvette here, putting on my writer's hat. Do you like thrills, mystery, and a little clean romance? My latest book and first novel is on Amazon. 60 is a fast-paced crime novel of a Christian reporter who goes back to the location of her first big news story about a serial killer. Now an editor, Linda Radcliffe finds intrigue and an old love. Get your copy today. Go to PositivelyJoy.com books to see all my fiction and inspirational nonfiction, like my devotional Whispering in His Ear and Journaling His Joy, a six-month guided journal to help you find real joy. I'm concerned about using AI in writing Christian teachings, and I'm not the only one. In this two-part episode, I'll talk with experts about whether we should use technology's latest tool to teach the Bible. In part one, Bible storyteller Sharon Wilharm of All God's Women weighs in. Here's Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Thank you so much for coming on to chat about what I think is potentially a really big problem for Christian influencers, for speakers, and for authors, especially of devotionals. And that is using AI. And AI in itself is not a bad thing. I think you might agree, or maybe, I don't know. But there's a topic that has come up. I saw you speak about it first. And then I saw author Sarah Garinger talk about it. And we'll talk to her later. But it is about using AI he use, particularly Bible studies. Yes, and so talk a little bit about why you think that that's a problem. You know, quite honestly, when
1: I saw a, um, you know, a Bible spe- a Bible study teacher teaching other people to use AI for Bible studies, it just like. I don't know, it just caught me so off guard. Yes. And I still feel like I am just kind of trying to process the whole thing because, you know, to me, there's so much that goes into a Bible study. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the, the very purpose of it and the time that goes into it, the prayer that goes into it, the the spiritual insight And so, you know, I just think of the times, you know, I open up my Bible, I I may not understand what I'm reading. um, So I go to commentary and I, you know, go to Bible Hub or Bible Gateway and I'm looking up, you know, to see what other people, so they can explain it to me because it doesn't necessarily make sense. Or I want to put it in context because, you know, I may read it one way, but it wasn't written for modern audiences. You know, so if you put it in their context, you realize, oh, that's not what it was. And so when I think about the whole AI thing, robots can't think. They can't process. They just take that information and they dump it and it just
0: blows my mind. <laughs> and computers can't receive the word of god or can't receive the the influence and the uh, in the inspiration that the father gives us when he has asked us to do these things and we are being obedient, we're doing the podcast, we're writing the Bible studies probably because he has inspired us. And in some cases told us to do this and that hasn't happened with computers. (laughs) It is just, you know, mind blowing. And
1: I think it's really sad because I think how much I get out of it when I'm studying And, you know, I'm trying to teach somebody else. So in order to teach them, I have to understand it. And the more I dig, you know, I think the better it makes for them. And I think if you're just typing in a few things and it's just, you know, throwing it out there and then people are reading it, I feel like we're getting gypped all along.
0: So let's uh, let our listeners, you know, understand a little bit more about you and why this is important to you, because you you have written devotionals and bible studies and you have especially focused on the women of the bible which i mean i love i love what you do so tell us a little bit about what you do and i think that listeners can understand especially where you're coming from on this topic okay well
1: um if you had talked to me i don't know like 5 years ago and you had referred to me as a Bible study teacher or that I was going to be, I would have just laughed and laughed and laughed and said, that is the silliest thing I have ever heard. (laughs) Um, You know, I've grown up in church. I taught like um, children and children's church and all that. And I had subbed for Sunday school teachers, you know, in the past, but my Bible studying was so shallow. I mean, I would just read it and it's like, oh, okay, blah, 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 you know, skim over it and keep going. And then um, all of a sudden in 2019, I took over our women's ministry at our church. And I thought, you know, as women's ministry leader, it is important to me that I should be doing a Bible study. And I was so like, overwhelmed. Like I'm not one of those that just grabs a book and lets read and fill in the blanks and everything. So I said, we're going to do women of the Bible because I liked women of the Bible. And I'm like, okay, I've got a lot of books about them. This is easy. And so I started doing, it was literally just a once a month. I called it a luncheon because I didn't even want to call it a Bible study. I was just inviting women over to my house once a month. We would eat. We would talk about a woman of the Bible. In 2020, my um, daughter had a baby And immediately, she and her husband, who's a pastor, were moving um, to five hours away from us, and they had been down the street. Oh, wow. And so I was like, I'm going to need something to do. So I decided to do a podcast about women in the Bible. And I launched it in March of 2020, Mm -hmm. which, of course, is when the world fell apart. That's right. (laughs) And so literally, I couldn't do anything else. I was just stuck you know, at home, but I was doing this podcast. And I started off just doing the women that I was familiar with, and using my books that I had, and, and it was easy. And then I went to go join a um podcast um, group of other podcasters. And um the guy was interviewing me. And he said, so here's a question I have, like, what happens when you run out of women? What do you do then? And I hadn't thought through that far. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And so then I was like, I'm going to have to search more diligently and cover more women. And so I started covering women that everybody else wasn't talking about. And so instead of relying on somebody else's teaching, suddenly I had to do the research myself. But I remember lying in bed during COVID when I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't see anybody. I couldn't do anything else. And I'm just going, thank you, God, for these Bible women. I just love them so much. And they were my friends. And they are who saw me through COVID. And I was just so thankful for all that God taught me through those women. And then, um, you know, I started a radio show um, with um, All God's Women radio show. And then um, it got picked up by Moody. And then they asked if I could do a daily show. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, you've got to be kidding. I can't do that. That's but again, a lot. I said, yes, you can. You can do this. And mm-hmm. so then I had to dig even deeper to, to keep going. And I just think I would have missed all of that mm-hmm. had I depended on AI to just type it in. And it would have just punched it out. And my life would have gone on without yeah. any change. God, you know, how could he speak to my heart if I'm not even opening
0: myself up to him? Mm, that, that is what you just said there is so good. Uh, you know, that's a time my, my podcast, Positively Joy, started in May of 2020. God, <laughs> God used this time for so many of us to begin to, to dig deeper, you know, like, like you, you know, you 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 know, you have some humility, I can tell. And like you, I always say, I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm not a Bible scholar because I'm not. And but we had to dig in, and I and he's he's shown me things. You know, he's given me the signature scripture for my podcast. I didn't know. He told me to talk about joy. Well, okay, I didn't know what that was, and I <laughs> you know he 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 pointed me to this. And AI is not going to do that now. So let's let's first of all. Say that both of us, we are not technology averse. We're not. We use technology. We're using
1: technology. Absolutely, we are. are.
0: Mm -hmm. So, so it's not like we're luddites. It's not like we're trying to say, oh no, we you know don't want to use any of this uh, because that's not true. Uh, You know, we we use a lot of technology, a lot of different elements of technology to do research these days. You know, we use search engines, we use various things, but we don't just rely on them um and i imagine and it'd be interesting to hear what sarah thinks about this but i know right now a lot of people are trying to look at ai and see okay is there an ethical and faithful way that we can use utilize this new technology you know maybe just like we use google can it can it work maybe maybe i mean i think people are beginning to to take a look at it and see if there's if there's some ways it can be a tool to us just like search engines are a tool they don't replace the work that we do um although it's tempting <laughs> 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 um they don't write the books they don't write the podcast scripts they don't they don't do that um but they might you know help us inspire us, you know, t- t- take us down a path that we didn't really even know. About. Oh, I never really knew about that. Let me do more investigation of this or whatever. Um, but I think what some people, and I'm not throwing shade at the person who's doing this, to be, to be honest, I, I remember you talking about it. I remember Sarah talking about it, but I don't even remember the names involved. So I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody. But mm-hmm. I like what you said. You miss out. It's unfortunate. That's, uh, you know, that, whoever's using it like this misses out on what God has in store for them. Did did God create AI? Did God create Google? I mean, you could argue that he's created or influenced everything in the world. Um, But I think that we would miss out, yeah, on everything, all the goodness that he gives to us um, in a more traditional exploration. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, exactly. And I, I cringe to think of the mistakes that you could find. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, like that's one thing I am so careful because I don't want to mislead anybody. Yeah. And so, you know, like if I'm unsure of something, I want to make sure... I'm not just going to come up with some kind of wild theory of what they're saying. I'm going to make sure that there's something to back it up. Mm -hmm. And I think about, you know, AI is picking all these different websites to choose from. And when it first came out, there was a list, like you could look up to see and my website was on that list. And I was like, okay. And so there was a, one of the women that was sharing it and I was like, is this good or bad? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, well, it can be either, but I'm thinking, they could have drawn from anybody, so people could be yeah. putting all kinds of weird teachings that AI is picking up on, and it doesn't yeah. know because it doesn't care whether it's biblical or you
0: know what it is. And one so I, of the first things, and, one of the first things I did was I Google. I mean, I didn't Google myself. I I put my name into it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, who is Yvette Walker, and I even put some more information so that they know it's me. And it's and and I realize that it's been learning over time, but I I probably did this maybe several months ago, maybe even closer to a year ago. Um, But the information that it spat out was not me. It gave me it gave all kind of crazy information. It was not me. It said that I had done things that I had never done. Right. Um, It gave me Mm -hmm. awards I had never won. (laughs) And um, so you just don't know. Exactly when um now my
1: daughter and her husband are very techy so as soon as it came out they were like this is really cool And so they were doing that with each one of us. And it's funny with both of them and with me and my husband, it has us all having written multiple books. It has the titles of the books. And, um, you know, it got some things right. And just like, you know, how we were filmmakers, well, it listed that, but it listed other films, you know? And the funniest Mm -hmm. thing is like, it had my son-in-law as the pastor of a church here that He's never heard of. He is mm-hmm. a pastor, but he's not pastor of that church. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like it's almost right, but just enough. And I think if Bible studies are the same way, it may sound right, mm. but it's not. You have to search for yourself and make sure that you're getting it right. Like you said, you start off with it, and then you use it to delve deeper. You don't just depend on that.
0: Yeah. And I imagine— that you could use it that way. You could use it to start off and then you do the work. But I think that there's, it's tempting. And I think that there's people who might not use it that way. Um, the, what it, what it presents you generally is well-written. It may not be, you know, a lot of times people have said that it's, uh, you know, it's well-written, but it's, it's, um,
1: computer. It's not
0: conversational. Yeah, not conversational. And it doesn't have your voice is where mm-hmm. I was going. So, um, but it might be tempting just to use it as is. You're busy. Oh, you have to get your Bible study out this week. You didn't get a chance to do it. Your newsletters do. I mean, whatever the reason is, I think that's the temptation mm-hmm. to use it in a way that I think both of us, and I think Sarah would say is probably not biblical, not the best way to <laughs> to use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, wow. Well, even
1: you know, like I also see people, you know, just like you were talking about using it for suggestions. But like I've heard of um, the same woman was talking about using a AI to search for your keywords and then to blog about whatever those keywords are, because you're blogging about whatever it is that people want to hear about. Mm -hmm. But again, I feel like that's taking God out of the equation, you know, because if I only blog to answer the questions that people are asking, they may not know to ask, you know, like. Um, I need to be saying what God wants me to talk about, even if there's only a few people that are listening to that. I can't make my decisions based on the traffic statistics. And it's funny because if I did that, some of those women, ain't nobody searching for, you would think. (laughs) Um, And yet they are. And um, the coolest thing is I had written about Yodia and Syntyche. And literally, whenever I say that to somebody, they look at me and they're like, who?
0: Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) they are two women in the New Testament, and Paul um, gives a warning to them because they were fighting and bickering, and it was causing a split in the church. Mm -hmm. It's a fascinating little story in a few words. And so I'd written about them. Well, as a result of that, um, a woman was working on the Every Woman's Bible and looking for contributors. She ran across that article. And as a result, I'm now a contributor to the upcoming Every Woman's Bible. And I think if I had- just, congratulations. Well, thank you. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> I think that's so cool. But if I had just written about, say, Sarah or, you know, Ruth or Esther, I would have missed out on that opportunity. Mm-hmm,
0: that's true. Okay, now let me play devil's advocate here just for a minute. So what about the argument where, you know, someone might say, but look, if AI can make it easier for us to um, to, to get either, either Bible studies or, or even um, devotionals out there, more people are doing it, don't you think that it might get in front of more people And perhaps lead more people to God. So I'm just going to play devil's advocate. What do you say to that? You know, I think the Bible talks a lot about
1: kind of like false teachers. There Mm -hmm. were plenty of people in the Bible that were teaching and God came through and said, you know what, that's not my word. And he tended to be pretty harsh with those people. (laughs) He was not particularly compassionate to people that were teaching untruths about him. And so I know that God can use anything. I mean, he can take the words of an atheist and people can get saved. But I don't think that that's what, you know, I don't want to get up to heaven and, you know, have to plead my case and say, but God, everybody was
0: searching for it. (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) It was a Google trend. I mean, and, and, you know, and AI, you know, it's it's really this idea of chat GPT is what we're really talking about now. Um, And if, you know, we haven't really you know we haven't really defined what ai is and what chat gpt is and i will i will later in this conversation or maybe it'll be earlier depending on how i how i produce this um and certainly it will have it in the in the show notes um but ai is part of our lives so i just mentioned google trends so google trends so we use google i mean i think just about everybody uses google maybe you might use bing or some other things but it's pretty you know, it's pretty useful as a search engine. There is something called Google Trends, which really is kind of a form of AI, where it basically, as you've been talking about, tells you this is what people are interested in. This is what they're searching for today. Um, and I know even a lot of news media use that to, to to try to get an idea of what are people interested in. What, But they do it in a way is what can we help them understand, you know, in a, using, yeah, credi- and using credible information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so AI is with us it's not you know it's been and it's, it's even been with us in some in some different elements. but there's also some things that are scary that have been a, that have been around for a while. I know people use them. I, it's funny because I don't see I don't see a lot of people um, saying that they're using it but for example, we know that there are programs that will show a video of people talking and there's a script, and the person is not saying the words; they are <laughs> saying the words that are written in the script, and somehow the technology is making them making it seem like they are t- saying these words. Yes, that's mm-hmm. been around for a long time. Um, I know people are using it, and I and I I don't see people advertising that they're using it because <laughs> that's definitely a falsehood, right? But we know it's out there. Um, mm-hmm. chat has been around for a little while in different iterations. It's been learning, it's been growing, you know, this kind of, these kind of computer programs, they, they are in a way self-learning. I'm not saying they're self-aware, I'm not saying that, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, different iterations of it is learning. I suppose it could get better. I suppose it could get more accurate. Um, but there's reasons why we do things and reasons that we don't and it doesn't matter in my opinion it doesn't matter if it gets to be the best thing that it, it doesn't make mistakes anymore um because i think your argument it makes the most sense it robs you it robs you of an intimate relationship with god if if this is what you're you're writing about it robs you of um of being directed by his influence it robs you of having spiritual time with him it robs you of all those things. So it could be completely right. Maybe it gets to the point where it's completely right, doesn't make mistakes. But it robs you of something that it can't give you back.
1: Exactly. I um my husband was laughing because he he's big into old cars and he has a Studebaker. And so he's looking for Studebaker parts and then you know, he's got eBay over here that recognizes that he is looking for, you know, 57 Studebaker parts and it's showing him 57 Chevy parts. And he's like, doesn't it realize that I don't have a Chevy? And I'm like, no, it really doesn't. You no, know, like no. it can only do so much. And that's just yeah. it. It's like, it's never going to replace the human element. Um, and I think if we depend on it too much, we just, we just miss out and our readers are going to
0: miss out. The human element and the spiritual element, right? Well, well, definitely. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, tell us a little bit. You've already told us a little bit of what you're doing, but tell us what's coming up next for you and where people can find you either on your website or social.
1: Okay. Well, um, you know, my podcast, even though I haven't currently been adding to it because I did make it through all the women in the Bible. And um, that was quite an accomplishment. How many? How many? You know, I don't even know because I did, you know, the the full blog part in the podcast. And then I did the radio show, which overlapped. And then I got rid of some of the radio ones because I was competing with myself with SEO. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know. But I have been organizing my website in such a way that if you're searching for women of the Bible, um, it is just there to help you with your search. And so I spent probably several weeks putting together a comprehensive list of all the women in the Bible. And so I have alphabetized all the women in the Old Testament and then all the women in the New Testament. I have like a short description of them, where to find them in the Bible, and then links to my podcast, my blog. And then I did Women of the Bible Trivia Questions. So if you're having, you know, if you're doing a women's event, you're playing games, I've got questions and answers. I've got it divided up by women's, this more in-depth Bible studies and then the short little just stories. And so I have tried, I, I just continue to work on my website, even though it's not necessarily new content, it's taking the the same Women of the Bible and making it just as accessible and as useful as I can make it. So whatever you're doing, and it is great when I hear from women, you know, like that a lot of women are doing women of the Bible studies in their house. And just like I do with a different woman each time. And they're like, I just love because whoever I'm searching, they can just, they find them. And that is my goal. Um, As for how to find me, they can find me at SharonWilharm.com. But I know that that's not Always an easy name. So they can find me at allgodswomen.com, which is, of course, a lot
0: easier. That is such a good idea for a small group. Just taking Mm -hmm. the way. Yeah, I can see how that'd be so good. Well, you know, we are definitely going to hear from Sarah on this as well, because she has concerns as well. But thank you so much for meeting with me today and talking Me a little bit about your concerns on AI, using AI to create, not to enhance, not to do research for, but to literally create Bible studies and the pitfalls and and troubles with that. So, thank you so much, Sharon. I appreciate you.
1: Well, thank you for having
0: me. From Positively Joy Ministries comes Journaling in His Joy a new journal that can help you discover what brings real joy by journaling every day and creating a six month record of memories worth collecting. With over 240 journaling pages, monthly and weekly check-in sheets and weekly coloring journal pages, this guided journal will help you find joy even in difficult times by actively looking and choosing to see it in every moment. In this journal, you'll look for joy every day and record what you see and experience. Maybe you'll experience it in a rainbow or a song or in the sound of laughter. Choose joy on days where nothing seems to go right and spread that joy to others. Get your copy of Journaling in His Joy available at Amazon and other fine booksellers. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Go to PositivelyJoy.com to hear previous episodes and to learn more about our ministry and books. Support Positively Joy by becoming a Patreon member and sign up for our newsletter. Thanks to Mars Coleman for the use of his song, The Joy of Knowing. And thanks to Susan Marie for editing and production of the podcast. Till next week. Oh, the joy of knowing, the joy of knowing. The joy of knowing The joy of knowing